Toes will make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Holy War is here. Another chapter in the Utah BYU rivalry is about to be written. And your home for the best coverage of Rivalry Week is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show! Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays! Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live today from RGS Exteriors and Construction. Austin Horton producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Arena. And, uh, of course, next to me, the one and only Gordon Monson. Hello, Gordon. Hello, Jake. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I like coming out to uh, RGS uh, it's always fun. We get to talk to our friend Tim. We're going to do uh, kind of a little extra sort of rivalry-themed goodness today, which I think is going to be pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, other than that, we're talking some sports. College football is here. I mean, what's there to be uh, grumpy about? Nothing. Austin, you got anything? Uh, no. Austin, if Austin doesn't have anything, then Megan, you got anything? Nothing. We're, yeah, we're all in a good mood. We're all let's, happy? Let's try not to ruin that. <laughs> We, was that a let's or was that it's a you group, it's, a, it's a group effort. Let's try. Okay. It was a plea. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, begging you. Yeah, let's try. We All can, right. We can do it. Can we? And if you can't, we can. Probably. I'm sure I can. I'm the optimistic one around here. You guys are always dragging me down. Oh, man. The, the personal shots are going to start flying in, <laughs> you know, five minutes or so. <laughs> Um, but here's what here's the cool thing we're doing with uh, with RGS today. If you book an appointment, if you call them up, have them come out of the house. So no no commitment for for uh, work necessarily, but just have them out. They're they're confident in uh, in what they do and can take care of you. Uh, they're going to uh, kind of do a little rivalry themed today, Gordon. If you are a Cougar fan, uh, they're going to donate a hundred dollars for every appointment. That's that's all. Just you know, get on the books. Uh, to the if you're a BYU fan, the Nixon Strong Foundation, and if you're a Ute fan, of course the Tate Strong Foundation. Um, Steve Tate, friend of the the station, of course, uh, former Oak Ridge Olympian, Steve Tate. Um, but does a lot. Of, both these organizations do a lot of great work oh, yeah. when it comes to uh, childhood cancer, and September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And so, yeah, it's we're talking about kids, man, and. Uh, and kids going through it. So yeah. this is a cool thing today. So we're using sure we're using the rivalry to generate some some positive vibes and take care of folks' uh, exteriors on their homes because there's nobody better than RGS, whether it's uh, gutter, siding, uh, softened fascia, all that sort of stuff. Uh, they're making it happen. So someone like the game on Saturday night, it's a win-win. 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 Yeah. 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 I love that stuff, man. I, I love it when uh, we get a chance to – Support in any, any which way we can with these terrific causes, Jake. No doubt about it. So uh, here's the website, rgsutahsighting.com. That's a good place to start. All right, Gordon, we've got, uh, we got a lot of football on tap. You uh, you feeling good about it? I am feeling You've got a column uh, out. Um, we've got Mason Wake on the show today, which uh, we're very excited about. Uh, Kenneth Scott is going to be on the show today at 3.30. Bowler. The great Craig Bowler Jack joins us at the top of the four o'clock hour. Wake uh, was at uh, at five, episode number two. <laughs> He's good. I know. I joined in this time. Last time I wasn't there, and uh, 
and uh, I don't know. I, I'm uh, happy to, to do so. Although, cool. although you, you made fun of me. How did I make fun of you? You said we covered that last week. That wasn't, that didn't make the cut. That was in the just chit chat before. Oh, it was? Uh, yeah, before we started. Okay. <laughs> you thought we were uh, no, that's all right but yeah well, maybe we weren't that's right but still i mean he was listening when you uh said kind of like hey you were absent last week so, well you, uh, you know we don't bring that stuff up now you know we run the interview on the show that you were on yeah yeah it was like half the interview last week <laughs> well, well yeah okay all right well, I know, but I was busy during that. Too busy to listen to your own show. <laughs> Wouldn't want to listen to anything I'm not that, a part that of. That is in your ear. I took my ears off. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you? No, actually, I heard. I, now, when you said that, I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we wanted I, week number yeah. one to kind of be a get to know you. And he talked, right. he talked about his mom. And, and it was it was a good place. It was good. You were bringing that up. I, I didn't mean to make the fun, but I, I was. I was like, well, you Gordon, scold, we did talk about that. He scolded Because what was he thinking? He was thinking, thinking we, we spent half the interview on this on. last time. What was the, he knew that you were the only one doing the interview last it's time. It's on your show. I know. It but he doesn't on know that. Show. That's why you would assume you heard it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you're scolding me again. I am. But I didn't bring it up this time, so I don't feel that bad. Yeah, I didn't bring it up that time either. The feeling didn't last long. Let's see. It lasted all of eight minutes. Did I ruin your mood already? Kind of. I'm all right. I'm good. Okay. Sure. Personal shot number one. <laughs> now, I call all my friends jerks. Personal attack number two. <laughs> Dressed up as a compliment. <laughs> That's the best kind, isn't it? All right. So, anyway, we're excited about today's show. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of football. Rivalry week, of course. Um, you know, we often talk uh, basketball with Bowler, but, you know, remember, Bowler goes back with his rivalry a little bit. He does. Yeah. And he's a foot. I mean, I know he's everyone associates him with the Jazz, but Bowler is a football guy. He really is. He loves basketball, too. He didn't play basketball. I played football. Salty linebacker? You know, I'm thinking I, I can't see Bowler on the court so much. Although he's got some size. He's got some height. Uh, but but I see him on the gridiron. Well, he'd be he'd have to be your, like, sixth man enforcer off the bench. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's told to go in there and crack some skulls. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. One of those guys. He could do that. He'd do that well, yeah. someone tells me. But touch, Coach for, is like, touch from 20 feet, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, uh, Craig, you've got five fouls. <laughs> Let's see how quickly don't, don't and, waste and forcefully <laughs> you can use all five of those fouls. Oh, that's funny. You need, a, you need a player like that, man. You do, but that's really kind of I, – I never – uh, you know, I, it, playing tough is fine, but going out there to foul people on purpose. Come oh, on, you fit right in with the modern NBA, the modern <laughs> softness that is the NBA. It's not so much softness. It's just I prefer skill over over roughhousing. Will right. over skill? Or? Again, you're just in love with the modern NBA then. That is, you can't even breathe on another no, player. I don't, no mind, longer, I don't mind a little everybody, bump and whatnot, but I don't like the guy who's just out there to hack people. Everybody says, uh, a reminder, that basketball is a contact sport. It's not anymore. Not in the NBA, anyway. See him go play internationally. It takes him uh, a month to get a win, even though they're the best team, because they're <laughs> not used to getting punched in the face. <laughs> and you like that? Yes. Why? Why not? Because, first of all, when you're playing football, you're padded up, you got the helmet on, you're ready to go. When you're playing basketball, you're running around in your underwear out there. Well, if what basketball players wear to play basketball is underwear, the, you well, wear your underwear to work a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, These guys lot. do. They are, they are loaded up with this, your, that, and the other. Huh? Your favorite professional attire would be underwear at that point. I, you know, I've never worn the long, uh, tight-fitting whatever those are down to your under your socks, and that just seems like that playing basketball. I mean, is this supposed to give you energy or something? Because it looks just hot to me. And I don't mean hot. I mean just sweaty. Oh, well, I think well, it's like, so hot. You know, again, <laughs> we, we want our basketball players comfortable. 
in today's modern <laughs> NBA. Let's make them comfortable and let's not too much physicality. And why? Why? Just, why do you crave the physicality? That's that, part of the game, that, yeah, but it's not. It is. It's not. It's an athletic competition, and it is a contact sport. Well, yeah, but why? Why not? Because, I mean, to me, basketball, I understand that there are times going for a rebound, be physical. But don't rough up a guy in the middle of a shot. That's not being soft. It's a, it, when you play basketball, your skill development, your, your ability to, uh, the perfection of your technique gets all, just, just all messed up when someone's hitting you. What do you think Jerry Sloan would think of this opinion? Uh, he probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. I'm going with Jerry. But Jerry West would like it. No. Even there's no way that a player like Jerry West doesn't think the league's gone soft. Oh, there's I, no, there's well, he no might player. think that, but I don't, I don't, as a player, as a finesse player, I think he probably would appreciate it. Nobody likes getting hacked in the middle of a shot. That's not the point. <laughs> what is the point? You got to overcome. Uh. Man, you sure talk tough. You don't. The where, only, where, the only time happen? I've ever played basketball with you, you had your finger dislocated in the first 20 seconds of the game. Personal shot number four. <laughs> well, that's because well, Jake was playing hard. But, no, that was, I mean, no, it's because hands hit him. But no, he, it's because I tripped over myself, and I am <laughs> a, not an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and and are. what happened to you? Where 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 is this coming from? The softness. Doesn't like a little tough basketball. Good heavens! A guy gets seven grandkids and this vanilla ice cream. All I know, and it's just melted vanilla ice cream at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll let's all play that. nicer. I mean, what? No, I mean I, there are times to be physical, but. To go out there and be physical on purpose on a guy, to go after a guy because he's he's kicking your butt, you know, with his skill. Uh, well, that's, that's when you cut him down to size. That's when you need physical play the most. <laughs> See, I just think that's cheap. Uh, it, as long as it's within the rules, it's not cheap. Learn how to use a foul. It's very valuable. I will say that the interpretations of some of the flagrants are – a little bit on the softer side, but um, I'll agree with you in that regard. But I, I, I just don't like to see cheap shots on the court. Here, let's let's save the flagrants for a second. All right, let's not talk about cheap shots. Let's just talk about swallow the whistle once in a while. All right, why? why? Because well, it's we, not we a, talked about this before. If you're not, if you're going to blow the whistle early in the game, blow it at the end of the fine. game. Fine, don't blow it. Period. Like what, you just want animal ball. No, out there? no, I don't want the the just breezed on and the manipulation and all that stuff. Just let it go. No harm, no foul. Well, as the great Rod Hundley used to talk I, about. I, I, just, look, just I'd settle for that. I will agree with you that the uh, the faux foul. Um, I I don't like guys on at the offensive on the offensive side doing that either. I mean, I don't I don't want to see it cheapened either way, either with your shots or with your faking. I just I, I like just pure basketball. That's all. Little contact, never hurt anybody. Get over it. You Man, don't need you to blow must the have whistle. been a fan of the old Knicks Heat game. Sure, back in- absolutely. Bring it better to air that way than what we've got now. See, I I this is one way I really agree with Quinn over Jerry. May he rest in peace. But I didn't like the Jazz fouling because they couldn't play defense. And and that's what they did. They all. They, how many years did they lead the league in fouls? I don't know. They just just play good defense. Don't foul people on purpose. Oh, I don't you know. You can't cover them. I don't know if they led the league in fouls because they couldn't play defense. I think that was part of their defense. Well, okay, but that, that's not real defense. I don't think. Oh, it's totally real defense. Real defense. Why? Why? Why aren't you ejected after foul number one? Yeah. Well, I mean, I get it. I mean, you don't get thrown out automatically, but I just don't like that brand of basketball as much. That's all. Well, you're wrong. Because it's a it's a game of skill. It's not. <laughs> okay. All right. It's will over skill. Remember when Bob and I came up with that one, and it was basically insulting his team? Will over skill. <laughs> uh, you know, our, our deal is will over skill. I mean, just putting it up in in will over skill in one simple uh, statement, uh, like <laughs> we really 
aren't very good. <laughs> but we well, try. At least there's a extraordinarily <laughs> hard. At least they, that plays a part in football, you know. I mean, but but basketball. I, I, and again, don't don't confuse what I'm saying with uh, play tough defense, but don't go up and hit but somebody in the touch in the kidneys when they're uh, when they're vulnerable or exposed. Game or, ready, break. Or, don't take your elbow and your forearm and shove it straight into an opponent's rib cage. Oh, go synchronize swim or something where there's no, <laughs> I bet no that toughness involved too, uh, I, at all. I bet there's an ankle uh, or foot flapped into the face of a partner go every once in a while. Go to watch a performative dance show or something. Let's <laughs> Rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, let's. Well, you know that stick? You might hit people with that sometime, you know. All right, should we get into football and how Gordon thinks that we should be all playing flag football? Maybe touch. Although touch might be a little little physical. <laughs> I, you know, I, I knew a guy once who was playing flag football, and someone reached for his flag, and they pulled his shorts down instead. Can, that could be, you know, that, that could, that's physical. And the thing is, he kept running. He just kept running for the end zone, jock and all. See Megan shaking her head? That's, well, uh, that's, that's, Megan, our on-site engineer today, that's the stop sign. Buddy, <laughs> look. You see that shake of the head? That means stop. Okay, but he. I was impressed by his dedication nope, nope. to the game. Did you see the stop sign? <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you see it? I would have stopped and picked up my shorts. Austin, right? play the imaging. Play it. <laughs> Split story. Let's go. Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. It's football. You just get out there and you just love the moment and then get excited for it. That's what we're going to get ready for. I'm not going to sit there and try to play it up or play it down. You know, I'm just, it is what it is. And the kids are aware this generation. They're different than when we were younger. You know, that there's a lot more information out there. And so I'm not going to put any bans on them from social media or anything like that. That's the life they live but when they get into this building it's all work when we give them extra time and get some demand and expectations for them to prepare there's a certain standard that we have and they got to meet it i think that you're fooling yourself if you just say that it's just another game it's not it doesn't mean that it's the super bowl but it's a big game all right gordon uh the big game is coming uh give us your thoughts uh on your column today at sltrib.com making predictions yes i made my prediction uh, and it was posted today, and it is, uh, if I were going to wrap it up in short order, it would be that Utah has too much speed for BYU, and they will win by a couple touchdowns. Now, I know a lot of the games in the past have been close, and uh, it could be close, and I could be wrong, uh, but I think Utah has more talent than BYU does, and because of that, they will win the game. Uh, and uh, I think I think highly of both teams. I, I think both teams are are really quite good. I just think the Utes are a scotch better. You? Um, I don't disagree with you necessarily. I think it'll be closer than fourteen points, though. It's always closer than fourteen points. There's there are things you can do, and I wrote this in the column. There are things you can do to improve your chances from a technical standpoint, sort of strategy goes. And and all of that, but and you can do really good prep the week before the game, and that's what I'm sure both sides are trying to accomplish. But you can't get faster. No, I told you that I thought that uh, that speed has been the difference uh, between Utah and BYU going back to the early 2000s. I certainly agree. Um, I think this particular Utah team, as many of the past several years are, are, are more talented. Sure, it's just usually not quite that picture perfect you know what well, i mean talent doesn't always win i mean there are times there, when it, it doesn't and but. it's usually close because one utah doesn't blow a lot of teams out historically they just don't and two it's usually hard fought the desperation factor is usually really yeah. really high which is a, a an x factor in these games that usually lead to them being more close whether it's a remember a, a, a kickoff return by austin collie or i mean you go back to fourth and 18 and all those sort of things you know it's one play that makes a huge difference Taysom hill not getting the two-point conversion you know there's all these wonky things that happen in the rivalry games that tend to make it more even than lopsided now it's not you know we went through the scores yesterday 
and of course the Jake Heaps game where where Utah mopped the floor with them. That was that was five turnovers where BYU. Well, Utah not only played well, but BYU completely imploded. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll never forget that post game show. I was doing it with Gunther. That was Gunther's uh, first real taste of uh, how <laughs> fans can be. Because he kept repeating the final score over and over again because these callers would call in and go, but if they didn't turn the ball over five times, then it would have been a close game. And he was actually he was going crazy because mm. it was not a close game. No, it was, it was really kind of whataboutism and excuses and that sort of thing. It was driving him nuts. But outside of that game, honestly, it's come down to a few plays, and, and BYU is capable of making some big ones. Certainly Utah is too, but it just usually is not the, you know, what you see on paper type of game. And that's really and all the last I'm time to. they played Utah one by 18. But even that wasn't a uh, on paper kind of game because that was weird because of that long weather delay where Utah came out and essentially while putting points on the board also prevented BYU from getting the ball. And it was, it was a brilliant game plan by Utah. Don't get me wrong, but that game was closer until that happened. Well, something, yeah. Okay, but wonky stuff. I don't. But you can't look at that final score and not take that into account because it it changed that particular ball game. Not that BYU would have won, but I don't know if that was truly something you'd throw in the blowout category. I wouldn't. One thing. Well, nobody said anything about a blowout. Um, uh, although maybe some people okay, would but, consider two touchdowns a, a blowout. But uh, I think it, a big part of this game. Will be, and when we talked with Mason, he he mentioned that BYU will want to be able to run the ball, and they've got some really fine running backs, especially Algier. That guy is really good. But most teams really struggle to run the ball on Utah's defense, and so what do they have to do in order to try to give themselves a chance? They have to throw the football. So what does that do? That puts a lot on Jaron Hall. And he might be capable of doing that. Uh, I, I don't know. But I think he's going to have to have a fantastic game if BYU is to overcome the talent uh, differential. Because he's gonna, because I don't think the Cougars will be able to just hand the ball off and, and run over the Utes. Uh, most teams can't do that. And I'm not sure that BYU will be able to, to do that. And so they put the ball in their quarterback's hands. And maybe his ability to run will be utilized more. But then you subject him to some hits that you might not want him to be exposed to. But uh, I, I, I'll just say it again. Jaron Hall is going to have to have a fantastic game for BYU to win. Okay. And I, I think he's capable of that. We'll see what happens. And I we'll think see BYU, how much Utah moves the ball. I too. think uh, BYU's pass uh, defense is vulnerable and I think Charlie Brewer is good enough and efficient enough to make them pay for that. And I could be wrong on all this. I'm not, I'm not saying this as a, uh, the oracle speaking from the mountaintop. I'm just saying from my perspective, this is what I'm anticipating seeing. Uh, but their teams, I, I think they are close enough in talent to be able to reverse that under certain circumstances. But this is the way, I, is the way to bet, in my opinion. All right, we're here uh, hanging out with our buddy Tim at RGS Construction. Uh, we're doing a really cool thing today, uh, but just a little basic. Tim, you guys can help anybody who's looking, uh, updating, fixing, whatever on uh, the exterior of their home. Yeah, any, anything on the outside of the home we're here for. Obviously, right now is the kind of the busy season for gutters. Everyone's getting ready to, to do gutters and gutter covers so they don't have to clean their gutters again. So that or siding, you name it on the outside, we're, we're here. I got a question for you, Tim. This yeah. is totally unscripted. Do you do heating, uh, heating tape too, or not? Yep. In fact, we do a lot of it. You know, the, the biggest thing is, is last thing you want to do is have someone slip and fall on your front porch. You know, yeah. winter time. And yeah. I know it sounds funny because it's, it's September here and it's going to be ninety-seven degrees this week. But really, now's the time to do it because once winter time comes, it just it, it backs up quite a bit. So, absolutely, we're happy to do those. Oh. Well, water damage is a thing when yeah. it comes to to homes. Well, when you, when you get those ice dams in your yeah. gutters, who wants that, you know? Well, it, not only does it co- is it costly repairs, you know, it can, can be expensive, do a lot of damage to your house. But the biggest thing is, is the slips and falls from the neighbors, you know. The last thing you want to do is grandma to come over and to your house and visit and slip on your stairs and break a hip or something. 
terrible. We'll, we'll talk about what you're capable of throughout the show. And if you're a regular listener to the station, uh, you hear us uh, talk about Tim and RGS all the time. But because it's Rivalry Week, you guys are doing uh, something really cool. I love this idea. And so I want to want to spend a significant amount of time today talking. Yeah, about and I think I think we do. We want to focus on this today. Obviously, we're here to, to help out both exteriors. But but this is a little bit different. We have some two things that's really cool right now. Number one, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness. Okay, so we, we want to generate as much awareness to that as we can. And what we thought we'd do with Rivalry Week this week is anybody that calls to set an appointment with us um, throughout the show today, we're going to donate $100 uh, to whether it's red or blue. And we've got two foundations that kind of associate with that. Uh, many of the listeners know Steve Tate um, and, and his wonderful foundation with his, his son, um, the Hayden Strong Foundation. So uh, that's if you're a Utah fan, that's where, where we're going to donate. And if you're a BYU fan, uh, a dear friend of mine and, and actually a neighbor of mine is is Nick Walcott. And he runs the Nixon Strong Foundation over his uh, son, Nixon, who passed away a couple of years ago from cancer as well. So really today, our whole goal and whole desire is to raise money for these two wonderful foundations. And whether you're red or blue, when you call the office, just let them know which one you are so we can make sure we get the right donation sent to the right person. I love this because using a little rivalry to, to generate, you know, a little goodwill. And, of course, uh, we're here at RGS, and you want to help our listeners and uh, give them, you know, a little bit of an excuse to call. But I think it's awesome. Uh, excited we're doing it today. Yeah, I think it's – look, it's, it's, it's what's important, right? I mean, we, work's important. Business is important. Rivalry's important. But what's more important than foundation for, um, you know, wonderful kids and, and raising money for, for cancer and for – these two uh, dear children that we lost too early and, and their, their dads have you know, got great foundations and that's what we're here to represent today. You know, the fact that those guys have suffered the way they have, the dads, uh, and, and yet they turn their attention to helping others is, that's really meaningful. It, it is, it is unbelievable. Um, and, and I can't speak for, for Steve as much. I just don't know him personally. Um, like I can, but I'll that's the way you. Steve is. And that's everything I've heard about him. And then fact, actually, when, when, uh, yeah, Kurt Thomas, the sales manager here, called me and said, hey, let's do something. He was the first one I thought of um, just because of hearing him on the radio and what he does. I think it's an amazing organization. And I can speak for my neighbor, uh, the Wacott family, that the Nixon Strong Foundation is unbelievable. Uh, it was tragic what happened to Nixon. But I'll tell you what, that family and the things they do is unbelievable. Unbelievable! Um, that little boy has changed so many guys, people's lives for the rest of, I mean, for yeah. eternity, right? And just by that little small thing we can do and raising some money for, for these two foundations is what, that's what it's all about. Awesome. All right. So the, the website is rgsutahsiding.com, but I'm going to make you give out the phone number because the last, uh, what was, no, this was a while ago where I accidentally gave out your cell phone That's number. That's all right. <laughs> that, we'll call, that actually it, happened. It's happened. It, hey, it wasn't just you. Hey, wait, it, 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 I was going to say it's happened multiple oh, times. Oh, right? yeah. Okay. Hans and Scotty done it too, so it's all good. <laughs> that but that's okay. Um, but my office is 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. And when you call today, just make sure that you mention that uh, you want to book an estimate and you want to... Uh, and whether you're red or blue, and, and let's get the money to the right foundation today. By the way, Tim's response when I did that, uh, and this I think tells you what kind of guy Tim is. He's like, people can call myself. That's all right. We can give that out. They yeah. can know. Well, I no think people deal. can tell what kind of guy Tim yeah. is just by his uh, deep caring for these causes. This today. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So so tell them red or blue, and uh, make sure 100 bucks goes to one of those great organizations, Tate Strong or Nixon Strong, help and fight childhood cancer. What uh, uh, It's great to be here during Rivalry Week, and this is going to be a fun day. So uh, help us out, RGS uh, Exteriors. 801-280-3110. Tim, thank you, sir. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. For the first time in two years, it's rivalry week. Kyle Whittingham and the Utes look to make it 10 in a row against the Cougars as the Utes head to Provo for another showdown with BYU. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is Rivalry Week, and here is BYU quarterback Jaron Hall talking about how the offense can be better. 
just got to start faster, you know, get points on the board. That's what we're out there to do. So I mean, being comfortable, having more energy right from the get go, you know, just getting after it, trusting the game plan and really just making plays. This update brought to you by our friends at Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Whether it's classic, Rickster, Killer, Handsome Raw, Pastrami, Fajita, or a breakfast burrito, don't forget the best shoestring fries out there. Marley's Gourmet Sliders will satisfy any hunger. Just off I-15 inside Timpanogos, Harley-Davidson. That's Marley's. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports. Network. Sometimes we get angry, but we must not condemn. Let the good Lord do his job. You just pray for them. I pray your brakes go out, running down a hill. I pray a flower pot falls from a windowsill and knocks you in the head like I'd like to. Good heavens. It's a Total Request Tuesday here on the big show. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, the theme Austin has selected is uh, songs that describe your feelings about your team's rival. So much for Kalani's advice uh, about not wishing bad things upon good people. Well, on a Total Request He's Tuesday. He's praying anyway. for him, man. Yeah, he's praying that his, his windshield caves in. Hey, don't judge. Rough. Rough. All right, you can tweet that at Austin Horton, and it's brought to you by Live Nation. Uh, for the latest tour news and artist insight, go to LiveNation.com and uh, weigh in. Jeez. <laughs> I love that song. That, that was, <laughs> I love, love that, that song, song so much. Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you, is, that, uh, is that just uh, sort of uh, easy listening for you? It just feels good to think of all those who have wronged me, and I'm praying for them. I, you know, I pray that they have uh, bad luck, but not calamities. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if a flower pot up? falls from a windowsill and hits you in the head, you live, and I get a little uh, laugh out of it. Well, I'm not sure you would live. Well, a flower pot, like like a little daisy, not like a planter like a box. Yeah. <laughs> An acme but, flower pot. But people aren't cartoons. I mean, you know. That would hurt. Hey, man. Fine. I pray for him. Again, soft. Going soft. <laughs> what happened to you? So what do you guys, tell me what you think is going to happen Saturday night. I just told you. I think it'll be closer. Yeah, but give me a score. I mean, how close? Six to three. Oh, please, no. Austin, I'm looking for a straight answer here. What do you got? <laughs> Jake. Jake, that's, see, that's Jake's form of getting a laugh. It's just uh, <laughs> sarcasm. Well, it was, hey, it was three to zero in the game back in 2003. And they should yeah, have that's canceled it was it forever. in the middle of a storm. Yeah, and the I great mean, Urban Meyer was a coach, and all he could muster, muster was three Well, that's points. because it was a, there was an ice storm going on. The weather was I re- fine. Oh, I remember, looking, <laughs> For I remember looking out the window from the press box, pitying the people out there and thinking, I would have I been long gone. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sit through sub-zero temperatures <laughs> with, you know, I was Sleet there with my, me in the my high school girlfriend. She was, a, bi- go? she was a big Ute fan, and she, uh, I didn't want to go. Warmth? I didn't want to go, but uh, we went, and we stayed the whole freaking time. Did you keep her warm? That's inappropriate. We were in high school. Alex Smith mustered three points in that game. That's because <laughs> nobody could even feel their fingers. Sure. Excuses. <laughs> you are, you know... <laughs> For for a soft uh, city kid, you sure are talk tough. Can't handle a little. I'm a Utahn. I can handle a little uh, cold yeah, weather. Let's see. I want to see you out on the farm for a while. I, I'd like to see you spend a summer on a farm and doing hard labor out on the farm, and then we'll see how tough you are. I'm going to do hard labor on the farm the same way you did. I did, that, man. That's, that's, I keep did a, that. Keep a, hey, a little row of My grandpa plants. had 11 farms, <laughs> okay. and I was out there helping. 
Was it okay? Wasn't it a, some sort of church garden? No, that was the last that was, time was, you were. You that claimed was something to be a else. That wasn't a garden. Again, was, you can take all the personal huge, shots at me. It was. A, it was a huge plot of land. I'm defending. But, but my grandpa had eleven farms, and I used to go down there and spend some vacation time uh-huh. helping on the farm. Uh, See, if he had a farm, I might believe it. But why eleven? Why go with that number? He, he started that with so one, made and up. he ended up with 11. Oh, uh, 11. Sorry. I just, yeah. uh, so just because we're not picking the Utes 50 to 8, you're going to criticize our, our prediction here? No. I think it's going to be closer. That's well, it. I think we've seen all close? sorts of different games. Less than 14? <laughs> okay. Can you give me a score? So you think BYU covers, Jake, or no? What is uh, what is the six. Magic, what is it magic predicting wizard predicting down there? Um, yeah, it's 6. Six. So the wizard thinks it's going to be closer than you do. Yeah. When did you start giving credibility to the wizard? I don't. I don't. I'm just surprised you strayed from him so much. I'm just going off what my eyeballs see. In one game of peace. Yeah. And and but what I anticipated before you know anything had been played. The Utes are faster, and I think that's going to that's going to. Give, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not sitting here arguing. Like I'm the only right one. I just am giving my reasoning for what I'm saying. Austin, what do you think? Uh, and actually, it's it's now climbed to seven. Just by the way, okay. I I think I think that Jake. Uh, you're not crazy to think it's a 14-point game, Gordon, but typically these, even the two-score different differential games, it's like 10. Uh, it's like a, a field goal and a touchdown. So I think I'll go Utah 34, BYU 27. Oh, okay. Well, that would be uh, – that's along the lines of what happened in a bowl game that year. It is, yeah. But Less turnovers that game, than that one. That game was the wonkiest game ever. Where Utah was just smashing them, and BYU came back. That was even the even the games. I don't know. It's it's something always weird happens. It never yeah, goes how be. you would predict it. I saw yeah. that there's some weather supposed to roll in again. Oh, really? Yeah, that sucks. What well, kind of weather? It, well, they think that it will be some kind of storm system. They're not sure if it will be as bad as last week's Utah game, but they do think there will be some factor, like electricity in the air. Uh, no, nothing biblical, I don't think. But they no, just, I mean, uh, lightning? No, that was what Utah's game's problem was. I don't think it's that. I think that okay. there's just going to be a storm system above them. Little Locusts and things. Although I have heard players say that they would rather play in the snow than the rain. Or was it the wind? I think it's the wind. Yeah, maybe it is. All right, well, we'll see. All right, there. I just wanted to hear what you had to say about that. I I think it's going to be closer. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be somewhat ugly. <laughs> so the over under is forty eight, Jake. You're going under there, huh? Yeah, although that's kind of a low number, right? So uh, I mean, my my prediction was fifty one, right? Thirty four, twenty seven. Isn't that fifty one? But yeah. What? I'm looking what? at you. I mean, so you're thinking maybe twenty seven, twenty one. Yeah, maybe something like that, but not so perfect. Maybe some field goals mixed in there. Some, uh, you know, maybe a safety. Well, is uh, is BYU's kicker Oldroyd? Is he going to be back uh, on the field? Because that backup, he made that big field goal against Arizona, but that was pretty ugly. That thing, that thing was tailing off like one of my shanked drives. And I do think that there is something to both coaching staffs know each other so well. What they want to do is going to be game planned for. But see, that's why I think what Jaron Hall is capable of doing might be the wild card. I, which I don't disagree with that take. You yeah. make it sound like I disagree with. No, I'm not. Word. I'm not making it sound like that. I, and that's a, hey, that's a lot of weight to put on the shoulders of somebody making their fourth start. Is that right? You had two coming into the season. Yeah, we'll see. So if I can, mean, especially against that defense. I mean, yeah, they did show. I mean, Weber State got 213 passing yards on them. And maybe the mixture of him being able to throw and run will keep them off balance. Well, I don't know if we've necessarily seen Utah's secondary prove itself quite yet. Yeah, they've got some some different players in different roles. Um, you know, Devin Lloyd has nothing left to prove to anybody. But you look on, <laughs> you know, some of those other players, some of the safeties. There's there's some stuff out there to prove. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, look, that's the thing about making a prediction about in a game like this is you say what you think is going to happen, but the but the opposite could happen for all the reasons you've been describing. I mean, it's just got sort of a crazy feel to it, which is kind of what you want in a rivalry game. It's just kind of funny how Utah has been so dominant in the last nine meetings as far as wins go. As far as wins go, that's yeah. the weird part about it. Because the games haven't quite been so one-sided. Yeah. But all that matters is the W. Sure. Right? I'm not downplaying that at all. But it does make it less – or it does make it more interesting. I mean, if Utah had won nine games in a row by an average of 21 points, then, I mean, we would probably wouldn't even have this discussion, be having this But discussion. in some ways, the team's gone. ability to win even close games speaks to culture. It speaks to – Mental toughness, it speaks to uh, a superior program. Mm, kind of. Nine straight? Yeah. By an average Although of like five all, points. All the BYU fans are out there thinking right now, well, last year would have been different. Well, it's, it's just. I, might, I, think, I think last year might have been different. I mean, that BYU team was really good, led by a great quarterback, and, uh, and, 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 and Utah had some struggles. So maybe BYU would have gotten Utah last year. But, but this isn't last year. I think topics often are more nuanced than just nine straight. And I think this is true. I think, it, you know, that tells the story. Of course, they won nine games in a row. That's certainly a fact. But the story leading up to that has certainly been much more nuanced. Well, maybe nuanced. But look, you can't argue with the final scores. Well, yeah, it's how did you get there. Of course, yeah. it's, it's nuance. But... Ultimately, your nuances don't matter. Kind of. I mean, uh, we're just really. talking sports here. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. I'm not arguing but that the, every games coach, be, the results be overturned. No, every coach in the world would say, "Just give me the W, man." This, and that's what Utah's been able to do. Yeah, but there's a lot more nuance to it when Taysom Hill comes up one play short. Yeah, I, I understand. That's not losing by 21. No, it's losing. But it's more nuanced than that. I, okay, I, how could you not acknowledge no, that? I, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Jake. I'm just saying that nobody cares. I care. <laughs> okay. All right, you care. I think fans out there care. I, I would just, anybody uh, possibly care about a, this? Anybody who says that, uh, you know, Utah has won, but they, the games have been close. Well, that's a losing attitude. And it sounds like it's riddled with excuse. Now we're talking about losing attitude. Who's the mo- who's the motivational speaker? Who are you, Tony Robbins? <laughs> now we're talking about a losing attitude. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking oh, about one oh, play gosh. short. We we sure came close. No, that's worth something. That's nuanced. It is nuanced. But you're still losing. Okay, there's more to the story. <laughs> You and I are looking at this from opposite ends. Yeah. One uh, is in reality and one is just saying scoreboard. <laughs> okay. All right. So what, uh, what, what, speaking of nuance, what will the nature of the game be? I mean, you mentioned that you think it's going to be low scoring. How low scoring? Uh, you know, you go the, with the under? The over-under probably has it somewhere in the neighborhood of what I think it's going to be. I just don't think it's going to be a perfectly played game. For a variety of reasons. Well, One, it's early in the season. Second, sure. the intensity level is so high that often leads to mistakes and weird Emotion. things happen. Yeah. yeah. Like like BYU taking it to Utah and Jason Shelley having to bring them all the way back in the second half. Like all this weird stuff that happens in this Who, game. Which running back do you think will end up with the most yards? Well, I don't know who gets the majority of the carries for Utah. Uh, Tavian Thomas. Well, then that's probably your answer. More than Algier? Well, I think BYU's, I'm with you. I think they're going to have a tough time running the ball. Although there's no guarantee that Utah runs the ball that well either. Well, BYU did a fairly good job of that. I mean, they did give up some yards to that one kid. What was his name? Robinson? I forgot. But, yeah, I mean, Utah certainly give up, given up big running performances in the past when maybe we didn't expect them. So it's not like that's Very rarely. Well, it's happened. Could probably go back and... Name a number of different times. Who was it that Arizona running back that ran him over every year? That was 10 years ago. Kadeem Carey? Yeah. Was that that dude's name? He runs for like 180 yards a game against Utah in his four years at Arizona. 
Jeez, you're just grasping for whatever. It happens. That's all. Okay. Algiers is good. It could happen. I, you asked me who I'd bet. I picked the Utah guy. What is the matter with you? <laughs> We're talking about what Utah establishes this great defense that forces teams to th- throw the ball against them. And you bring up some random example from a decade ago. We could find other examples. It happens to the mighty Utah run defense. They give up some yards once in a while, Gordon, which was my whole point. <laughs> Okay. Man, I'd like to see a game that would be in the 30s, both sides. That would be kind of fun. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, live from RGS Exteriors here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to talk rivalry game with Dylan Cauley, the former BYU wide receiver. Does the streak end here? I believe so. I think it's going to be an extremely tough game, and it's going to be chances are the last second hoorah, but I firmly believe that this streak ends here. All right. That's what I want to hear, brother. Now, there's a lot of prayer and a lot of faith going into that and potentially some fasting, but I firmly believe that. How much does this streak bother you? Oh, it's bothered me since day one. I'm a big BYU fan. I'm not like a diehard hard of anybody or anything, but this will always be something that bothers me until it's broken. The only way to really crush all of that narrative is to end the streak this weekend. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah 50 update. Here's Britton Covey. His thoughts on those who claim Utah-BYU game is just another day of college football. I think that you're fooling yourself if you just say that it's just another game. It's not. It doesn't mean that it's the Super Bowl, but it's a big game. This update brought to you by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Summer LASIK Sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. is the big show with jake scott and gordon monson presented by big o tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available big o tires the team you trust this one goes out to josh be nice by the black eyed peas it's the big show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone will have what's going on uh, coming up right around the corner, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Real quick here, though, Gordon, um, and we'll we'll talk to him about the cool stuff going on here at RGS in just a second. But uh, did you see this? This uh, uh, was reported by the Action Network using LinkFluence AN reviewed social listening data to analyze negative sentiment of teams across professional sports from July 2020 to July 2021. The most hated or I guess the the teams that received the most negative sentiment online. Who do you think was number one? By a wide margin, might I add. Um, uh, Of all sports? All sports. And I can read, we can read through the list a little bit, but all sports. Would it be the Lakers? No. Everybody loves the Lakers, Gordon. That's why they're a front runner. Oh, I thought that, that it was pretty split in that regard. Would it be the Yankees? Maybe it is. Uh, Yankee, but it's, yeah, no, yeah, it's, Yankee, it's well, the it? Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. 14.20% of their conversation. They, but the Raiders haven't really done anything lately. You know, I, I mean, think that's part of why people are speaking negatively about them. Usually winning creates sports hate. Dominance. Were the Patriots up there pretty high? Nope. Who else is? Uh... So here it goes. Uh, I'll just list them in order. The Raiders, 
Then it goes from 1420 all the way to 9.86, and it stays in the nines for a minute. But uh, Dallas Stars, Arizona Coyotes, Philadelphia 76ers, Chicago Bears, Toronto Maple Leafs, Vancouver Canucks, Buffalo Sabres, Toronto Raptors, Denver Broncos, CF Montreal out of, the ML, out of MLS, Orlando Magic, LA Galaxy, Milwaukee Bucks, Edmonton Oilers, Denver Nuggets, Columbus Blue Jackets, New York Islanders, Minnesota United FC, and finally the Utah Jazz. At six point nine two percent, that that seems like a really strange list to me. What's the commonality there? American sports teams that receive most negative sentiment online—that's what this is. That's just weird. Well, it's not necessarily good team or bad team, like you were saying, because uh, the Bucks and the Orlando Magic are mere slight percentage points apart. What did the Jazz do to, to get hated? I told you, everybody likes dragging the Jazz outside of this market. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I just, uh, when when you read off those teams, I was going, okay, what's the common thread here? Didn't see any. Apparently, hockey fans can get pretty negative, though. Huh? There's a lot of hockey teams on here. <laughs> yeah. Let's see the NBA teams on here. Philadelphia, uh, Toronto. Orlando, Milwaukee, Denver. What did Orlando do to and, anybody? And the Jazz. I, I would I would guess that's people pointing out of Orlando sucking. <laughs> okay. And uh, and the NFL teams again? What were they? Let's see. NFL. The Raiders were number one. Yeah. Uh, the Bears. Uh, hey, what the Bears do? Suck. <laughs> the Broncos also the, a lot of suck there. Uh, let's see. The right after the Jazz, the Houston Texans more suck. Well, this sounds like the the negativity is coming from their own fan bases. Part of it, I think so. Usually it's the other fan bases, isn't it? Anyway, I thought this list was fairly interesting. And the Jazz are on it, although down it a little ways. Yeah. Well, but one of the what top five NBA teams on here. But there I think it is because the Jazz were good. And so people wanted to take them down a notch. Yeah. It's certainly not coming from Jazz fans. Maybe it was with the way the playoffs ended to some degree, but uh, it seems like the cause and effect there is is skewed depending on the team, you know? Well, negative sentiment is a broad topic. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's a wide net. Yeah. Uh, It's still interesting, though. There's a lot of Gobert hate out there. Still? Oh, man, how many times alone did he get dragged by Shaq this last year? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, Jake, see, you're, you're getting all paranoid. How am I getting paranoid? Yeah, because you think everyone hates Utah. No, I say you Utah's say it's an easy, easy to criticize. Yes, it is. And ever, see, and I think a lot of people just don't care. You know? They don't care. What, who was they? A great majority of people out there. Just in in the stratosphere. Yeah, I could see. Don't why care the, about what. Don't 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 care to criticize. There are some, obviously. That what what the one guy say? There that was uh, their acute team or something. They stuff gets said all the time about Utah in general, and not only the sports team, but the the community in connection with the. It's adorable. Team. Adorable. That's it. All right. Well. I wonder what percentage of that negativity is coming from within the fan base. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. All right. Well, I don't know because I I would not have guessed that list to go the way you read it. The Jazz are not a super negative fan base. There is some because I think there's some everywhere. But I think the the broad my broad estimation is they're not a real negative fan base. What team are you surprised at that isn't on that list? Oh, it's not like the Lakers or Yankees or Red Sox or any of those because everybody loves to love those teams. Everybody loves the Yankees? See, I I would expect them to be real divisive. And the Cowboys. They all have zillions and zillions of fans. Yeah, they have zillions and zillions of fans, but they also have a whole bunch of people out there who don't like them because of the tradition of winning that they have. A lot less. The Yankees and and, and the Cowboys. A lot fewer than the bandwagoners. Way fewer than the bandwagoners. The The Patriots? Aren't the Patriots deeply hated by a lot of people? Apparently not. Not according to this survey. Maybe they don't express it on you know, electronic media. I'm, I, I don't know. Do you think that's an accurate list? I mean, when it comes to measuring 
negative energy? Well, I don't know. Sounds pretty official to me. Okay. All right. Well, take it up with Linkfluence AN reviewed <laughs> social media listening data uh, to analyze negative sentiment about teams from across the league right. between July 2020 and July 2021. Color me surprised. Take it up with uh, them. Okay. I, just, I'm, it, not, I'm it, not arguing. It, I'm just surprised. For every one fan that, uh, you know, does not like the evil empires out there, there's 50 more that jump onto the bandwagon. I suppose. But you, but you hear from how many Patriots haters are there out there? I mean, I, I heard constantly. You guys were constantly ripping Tom Brady. You and you and Austin. Right. Yeah. So we do, do. Are we thousands of people? No. <laughs> no. I'm just saying that you're an, you're examples of people who don't like. I them. once talked to somebody who said, you know, there's two people I always said that uh, the fans out there will be wrong about Tiger Woods and LeBron James. And I had to stop him right there. I'd be like, <laughs> you mean the two most uh, dominant slash popular figures in sports over the last 25 years? People were wrong about them. Do you think other other horses hated Secretariat? I don't know, but there were probably zillions of bandwagoners out there. Greatest horse in the history. That have that opinion right there. It's like the Beatles. It's like, well, the Beatles really received so much hate. Do they? Who said the Beatles got hated? You and Austin are the only two people I know who hate the Beatles. We don't hate the Beatles. We just think they're overrated. The Beatles are the most overrated band in history. Not true. We're live here at RGS Exteriors. You said it, not me. But I'm, I agree with you on well, that. There are a I few things that you have said that you don't really believe, right? Today is like a that, great day. Like, for instance, day. you think that the college athletes should be paid, right? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, I thought I heard you say that. I didn't. I don't know. You, you didn't say to. it? 801-280-3110. That's uh, the number to call. We're here at RGS. Tim joins You're us di- once Tim, again. He's difficult today, hey, man. Hey, just I, difficult. I, I would have thought the Patriots been at the top of the list. Yeah. That was the first team that came to my mind. Everybody loves the winner. Not or everybody. Yeah, that's my point. I hate him, but I'm a but think about, fan. So but think I... about the the general. <laughs> we're talking social media, so we're talking about like the overall buffoon out there. That makes sense. Love, I, to... I, but to Gordon's point, I would have thought it would have been the Lakers. If I had to pick three, I would have said Lakers, Yankees, Patriots. That would yeah. have been my top three. Not even yeah. on the list. Yeah. See, I, I agree with you completely. That's what I would have thought. Because there's a lot more. Oh, they're just great out there than <laughs> criticism. Okay. Because when you're a leader, you know, like like RGS leader. I mean, we can go through uh, we can go through the stats. Uh, let's see here, nine time best of state hey, winner. We, we need to add actually today. Like I literally got in the mail today, number ten and eleven. Yeah, so we see? got two. We got two in the mail. We we won two. Uh, we won two awards see, this year. When you're doing that, not a lot of people yeah. out there have a bad thing to say about you. you I know hope what so. I mean? Maybe see? the competition doesn't. Yeah, like it. maybe they're a little grumpy, but that, uh, you know, that's good times. How about that? Congrats. Uh, hey, yeah, it was kind of cool. I literally, I, in fact, when you guys got here, I went down and opened up the mail, and we had two medals, the best of state medals. How about there. that? Kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing a lot of great work. Out no, there. Yeah, look, it, here, obviously you guys are here, and, and we're here to, to help out the whole, you know, Wasatch Front with siding and gutters, and that's, that's our main focus. But today we really just want to talk about uh, childhood cancer, and let's get some awareness. And, you know, with it being rivalry week this week, let's, let's make this happen. Uh, we basically just want to – Raise money for two foundations today. Uh, for the BYU Foundation, we've got the Nixon Strong Foundation. Uh, the Walkout families uh, are dear friends of mine and uh, want to raise some, some money for the Nixon Strong. And then uh, Steve Tate's, the, the Haystuff Foundation. So uh, obviously there's a Ute there and there's a Cougar there. Um, and so our whole goal is, is let's, let's raise money for both of them and have a contest and see who can raise the most money. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know. Oh, usually, uh, what does the lemma say, 50-50? That's hey, that's pol- the politician answer, right? Yeah, that's the, well. There's a little more backstory to that, but in this case, which uh, which fan base do you think is cheaper? Well, I don't know. What do you think, Gordon? I, that's why I asked. It wasn't a rhetorical question. Hey, we'll find out. Let's find out yeah, right. who, who donates right. today. Well, and the way we're doing it uh, is, is basically if you just call just to book an estimate with us, um, just make sure you tell the office, either red or blue uh, or BYU, Utah, whatever, however you want to do it. And at the end of the show, we'll we'll calculate how much uh, how many appointments we booked and we'll, we'll get a check cut to the to the foundation uh, uh, of the winner. All right, so 801-280-3110. Get on the books, uh, just an appointment, and uh, tell them whether you're the red or the blue, and they're going to donate 100 bucks. 
uh, to the uh, what Nixon Strong Foundation or Tate is Tate Tough or Hayes Hayes Tough the Hayes Tough uh, yeah and Hayes Tough organization Steve Tate's a, a good man and Steve's and awesome. done a lot of really good things um, with with his son's foundation and yeah. you know what I like about this is that during rivalry week a lot of times there's it, it goes back and forth in angry fashion but this is a perfect example of a Ute and a Cougar who are all about doing good things. You know, there's goodness on both sides, I guess, is what I'm saying. But then Jake would call me soft if I said no. But look, it's the reality of it is, 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 look, we all are sports fans. Right. And we all want the Utes to win, the Cougars to win. And there's passionate fans on both. But at the end of the day, like it's a game. Right. I mean, and I'm just as passionate as the next guy. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, it's just a game. But but this is real life. You know, cancer and childhood cancer is the real deal. And yeah. and we want to do everything we can to, to help out uh, in these organizations. And, you know, we want to give back as a company, do what we can to, to help out with that. And, and, you know, let the listeners determine who's going to get those funds. All right. 801-280-3110. 3110. Thank you very much, Tim. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. We've got what's going on coming up next 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Holy War is here. Kalani Sataki and the Cougars look to snap Utah's winning streak at LaBelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.